Welcome to Behind the Aisle Podcast, where we're just two wedding professionals sharing a no bullshit approach to what goes on behind the scenes in the industry. My name is Katie, and I am a wedding planner. And I'm Sarah. I'm a wedding photographer. How the hell are you? I'm Gucci. How are you? You're Gucci? <laughs> I'm Gucci. Okay. I'm Gucci. I'm a little hot, but it's okay. Hot. A little hot. A little warm. You're sweating. I'm a little... You're sweat. Oi! Oh, all <laughs> <A little> toasty. <laughs> um, this... If y'all don't fucking watch the YouTube channel, I don't know what you're doing. Yeah, you're missing out on a <laughs> lot of good, good shit, good facial stuff, expressions. Um, this week's episode, I think, is are gonna be, I guess, month, month, week. This week's episode, yeah, this week, this today's episode. <laughs> Okay. Our episode of the now. Um <laughs> of the <laughs> <laughs> Bitches, we talking about style shoots, okay? Oh, we, we talking yeah. about style shoots. We are talking about style shoots. I think this is gonna be juicy because oh. mm, I love I love a style shoot, but I hate what it's doing. For I real. I hate it. I hate it. All right. So if you don't know what a style shoot is, which I've had to explain this to quite a few people, I think a lot more people in the wedding industry will know what they they are. But if for some reason you do not know what a style shoot is, a style shoot is basically normally a fake wedding. Um, It is an opportunity for vendors to collaborate on a project together and to showcase something that they have wanted to do and maybe wanted to put in their portfolio or just an idea that they've had that they want to share. Um, and it's something that is a little bit more atypical usually than what you normally see on a wedding day. Um, a lot of the times it is something that uh, you can like say like a florist has an installation that they've always wanted to do, but they don't have proof of product Mm -hmm. um, or the fact that they can do it. So you sometimes will put it into a styled shoot and it is essentially a way for you to showcase an idea. Mm -hmm. Now, what it's doing to the industry, (laughs) y'all out here thinking that they're real fucking weddings and sharing them as if they are real weddings. I will say I, I have done this. Oh, same. I feel uh, we, I've done this as someone like who, like when you're just starting out and you don't have a portfolio. Right. But the problem though, I feel like you and I both have an understanding and agreement on is the fact that those that are using it for a a portfolio, they then pass it on as a real wedding and they don't disclose like if you're open again, and we'll have a topic about transparency, wink, wink, hint, hint. Yes. For the next episode. Um, Easter egg. Mm hmm. Um, you have to be open and honest about like if you are first starting you've got to be open and honest like to your clients that you have not yet either shot a wedding or maybe it's a particular wedding that they're having along those lines like you can't stop using style shoots as like proof that like you've shot a full-blown wedding from start to finish because one you haven't for real. So you don't know what a real wedding entails. So the fact that you're out here claiming that this was a real wedding with actually no experience at a wedding, you are shooting yourself in the foot oh, yeah. and you're going to create way more problems for yourself than there actually are because it is wildly different than a real wedding. Um, I'm not against them though whatsoever. I think oh, no, I, I think they're great. I, we have a style shoot coming up. Um, I think they're a fabulous way for uh, vendor to vendor collaboration. Um, if it's done well, 
but I feel like for me as a planner, sometimes like I will have a styled shoot with maybe someone who I have maybe like want to work with or mm-hmm. heard of about a person and it's a really it's like a trial run mm-hmm. essentially and being yeah. like hey I want to see like how you work on a wedding day or like just want to collaborate just to get to know you a little bit better yeah. like things along those lines too so it's it's really nice but for me I, I also truly love style shoots because the creative juices obviously that you yeah. can like that flow and that you can kind of create and collaborate with the vendor partners that like are going to be working along with you I think it's really nice and it's just different too because yeah. now you can you can do whatever the fuck you want. It's a li- it's more relaxed. It's more of a way for you yeah. guys to literally just be creative and have fun. Yeah, there's no pressure. Like it's unlike, unlike a, again, a wedding day yeah. where you are there's a pressure. You yeah. have a time limit. That sort of thing too. Like, but with style shoots, you can just it's free flow. But I think what it's doing to the industry, I think I think a lot of actually I think a lot of um, publications are getting out of sharing style shoots. Yes, from what I've gathered, yep. um, there is usually a is this a real wedding or is this a styled shoot? And chances are they won't take it if it's a styled shoot because yep. I think they're realizing, thank God, what it's doing to the market and doing it to the industry where there's setting up such big expectations for people Mm -hmm. because again that's what you see on pinterest too i think is because it it is something it's a chance to do something that maybe goes above and beyond what a normal client of yours can afford or can think of yep um it's not something that somebody will you know just outright think of so but that's the stuff that goes on pinterest Uh and then the people come to you and are like i would love i love this you know summer inspiration photo that you had and you're like uh yeah, but that also costs a lot of money. Yep. And it wasn't a real wedding. Mm-hmm. And I hate to break it to you, but your venue doesn't allow for this. And yes. also, logistically, yep. you can't be in a rowboat. <laughs> logistically, <laughs> you can't go in a rowboat in the middle of your you wedding. You don't have time in <clears throat> yeah. your timeline. Yeah. Like a lot of that. Like it just, I feel like it just sets people up for failure because mm-hmm. they, <clears throat> clients really want this expectation and I use a rowboat because I just think that's kind of I see it a lot and I think it's a little out there <laughs> and I feel like somebody would be like I want to be on a rowboat and a lake I want to remake the notebook scene yeah. and it's like and it's just like logistically that is not something that we like can for do your on a wedding day I'm about to say on your engagement yeah. session sure yeah wedding day Okay, I just, no. No, we don't have time. Um, So yeah, I just think that and like it's kind of feeding into that luxury narrative too of Uh just poor expectations. And then when you first start, people always tell you, well, do a styled shoot. Do a styled Mm -hmm. shoot. Put it on your website and pretend it's a real wedding. Nobody will know. Yeah. They'll know when you show up to a wedding day completely unprepared because you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Yep. So. Yep. I'll never forget my very, very first style shoot that I ever did. I, I couldn't use the pictures afterwards. At least I felt like I couldn't use them. People were like, oh, no, you totally could. Um, I didn't put the forks on the left. Oh, mm-hmm. literally nobody would know. Except for other planners. <laughs> Except for other planners. But, you know, no, no, nobody would know. Yeah, people like told me like, oh, yeah, like, that exact same thing. And I was like, I can't use these. My first style shoot, I did it in a barn with no... F- Hello? God damn it. Okay, please excuse. Yeah. Um, my first style shoot, I did it in a dark barn with no flash. Oh dear, how'd that turn out? Didn't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Grainy as fuck. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I was doing. It, it um, yeah, <laughs> I loved that. I loved that. Just now, I love that whole interaction. Just now, how'd it turn out? It didn't. 
It didn't turn up did anything. It. There was no, nothing there. There was nothing. It was nothing. I don't know what the hell I thought I was doing. But yeah, I just, I really, I love them, but I think they need to be used properly. Yes. Um, And I think we need to stop doing shootouts. Oh, yeah. I have never had a good uh, ex- experience with a shootout. Never. There is no reason. I think I, one time in my life, I thought maybe I would do this and have people like pay. Like, it sounds great. Like it Mm sounds, it sounds beautiful. Five setups, 15 photographers, you you show up, you get a whole day of content for what? I don't fucking know, but for fake, for fake weddings, I don't know. But, um, we all have slow seasons. So if we need content, like I get it, if it's like themed or whatever, but five setups, 15 photographers, three photographers at each station. Like it, it sounds fine, but in the end you're fighting, you're fighting and people are doing some weird shit and taking people places they don't need to be. Mm-hmm. And you never get the shot you want because you're trying to shoot over somebody else and they're looking in the wrong direction. Nobody ever knows how to pose somebody so that multiple uh-huh. people can photograph them at the same time. But then there's also, I feel like in those like little groups that there's always that one dominating person yeah. that is able to, which is usually me (laughs) who is like dominating and saying like, okay, you're going to post this, this and this. And we're like, I'm sure in realistically, you don't want to give time to other people because you're like, okay, I spent my money to be here. So I want to shoot this stuff that I want to shoot for. Right. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. I never really understood those. Um, like at all. I think the theory and the concept is great in my, again, in theory, but execution wise. No. And I've been to it. I've been to a, an event. Uh, I'm going to be very strategic mm. with this. I've been to an event before where there was 30, 40 photographers trying to photograph one couple. And I was the one that was dictating what was happening. Wow. Um, it was a nightmare. Absolutely fucking nightmare. There's Yikes. no way anyone got a good shot. Oh, wow. Absolutely not. So I, I think we should just put shootouts to to rest um they're not a way to make money realistically you cannot i mean i don't think there's realistically a great way to make money off of that yeah i don't see how that i mean it all costs money so Mm -hmm. you have to price it accordingly service yeah i just don't think it ever ends well nobody's ever really happy on it so i mean and for i just like from a planner's perspective too just thinking about that i'm already exhausted after just doing a style shoot like on a small scale yeah like we're just like one like little table yeah <laughs> yeah um, mentally exhausted so i liked how you brought like brought up the expectations because it it there's so many it affects so many people in in general and I feel like there are pros and cons to it. Kind of like how, like we did the episode of like the pros and cons of the publications. There's pros mm-hmm. and cons to style shoots. We kind of like hit on that. I feel like based off of our own personal opinions, there's a lot of cons. Um, but I also feel like there needs to be like a shift into what a style should styled shoot should be mm-hmm. in the whole intention. And like that, that, that has been lost a hundred percent. Yeah. Is yeah. Where people are again, using them as portfolios so that they can, again, um, to use as like a portfolio so you can communicating. It's like a social proof type Mm -hmm. situation instead of being transparent or potentially second shooting for 
uh, for a photographer and assuming like the photos that you take as a second yeah. shooter, those still belong to you. Am I wrong? Uh, if you're second shooting a styled shoot, second shooting like on a wedding, can you use those photos? Uh, it depends on your contract. So okay. my contract, they can, they can do it after six weeks. Okay. Um, cause my turnaround time is four to six weeks. So anytime after six weeks, after I've already shared them with the client, um, or shared them and, or shared them well, and shared them personally. Okay. Um, they can use them, but they can't tag anyone. They can't. Right. Right. They can't send they them can to use anyone. It for a portfolio. But you can put it in your portfolio or you can put it on social media. Yes. Okay. See, um, I feel like that's like, it's a better, cause you have been on a wedding day. Then you've shot a real couple getting yeah. married instead of being on a site for what? Six. Maybe. I mean, I would go as far as to say, don't even second shoot, just ask to assist. Oh um, yeah. Because if okay. you're second shooting, then there's an expectation that you also know what you're doing because you're given, you're given responsibilities that you should be able to okay, do on your own. Um, so I would say if you are looking for a way to build your portfolio, uh, I would, and get experience. I would ask somebody that you either look up to or is open to having you assist or shadow, um, unpaid. Don't ask to get paid for this. Um, but assist or shadow and ask if you can shoot over top of or not over top of them but with them okay. uh, respectfully uh and i've had people do this and that's how i got started i, I mean like I for shadowed. me as a planner or whatever i went to other planners before i started tilling and teal like i went to other planners and i was like hey i don't know if i want to even do this like, yeah as like a either side at the time side hustle or like a full-time gig or whatever have you so can i like do need extra wedding day assistance yeah. and of course yeah the first couple of weddings i didn't get paid and then obviously when i joined someone else's team for about a year then i got paid for it which yeah. was nice but um yeah. Uh, yeah. And so, and I did do style shoots. Yes, of course. But I didn't even use a style shoot portfolio. Not until like I had gotten a whole year's worth of, cause I also got, I got that piece of advice from the person that was mentoring me at the time being like, let's just get you like a whole year's worth of work. And so you one can determine if you really tr truly do want to do this mm -hmm. or two, um, if you're even really good at it and I can tell you like, no, girl, yeah. this ain't not for you, uh, or whatever have you. And then you can use, then you can go ahead and start building style shoots and then put that onto like your website and then like having a website after like a year of you doing work and stuff. Yeah. That's exactly how I went about it. So. And that's totally fine. I just, yeah, I just think there's other ways around getting, um, getting experience and getting portfolio work without, faking it with a wedding with a styled shoot that has nothing that is not actually a real wedding now i will say if you are just starting out using style shoots to gain um vendor relationships i think that's a great, great i think way. that's a great way to do it as long as you fulfill your end of the duty um but I think that's a great way to have to start vendor relationships or like to that's how I, I mean, that's how I got a lot of my relationships at the beginning was doing styled shoots. Um, but yeah. I did, I, I will say like, I, I'll own up to it. I put them on my website as real mm -hmm. weddings. Um, I just, cause you're doing what you're told to do. Yeah. Like knowing what I know now it's, uh, it's shady. It's just shady practice, honestly. Yeah. Um, and you can't go out here charging people, Mm -hmm. Uh, if you want to do free work, if you want to do a free wedding and still put those, that shit on your website and I claim it, I guess you can, but I would not 
not yeah. ask for any type of compensation. I actually know like for the past like couple of years, I have told couples, whether they're my full service couples where obviously I'm doing all the work for them and I am curating a vendor team for them. And when it comes to photographers, I do ask for, I would say I tell my clients to go look at their, at their Instagram, go look at the photographer's mm-hmm. website and just to kind of see like the type of copy and verbiage that they use and make sure they feel aligned to it too. But then I, when I inquire then with a photographer, I do ask for two galleries. Yeah, you should. Um, and so I can pass it along. And then those that are, didn't hire like our team for full service. Um, we still advise our couples to like, when you are interviewing photographers, Stop looking at these fucking articles about like questions to ask your photographer. Yeah. yeah fuck that shit. No. Um, we, we all know. We all know where those questions oh, yeah. come from. Red flag. <laughs> <laughs> so I normally tell my couples like, yeah, when you're inquiring about photographers or videographers or really anything, one, get to know that person like as a, on a personal level, like, you know, why did you go into weddings or like, what's your favorite part of a wedding day yeah. or what, like connect with them on a color? personal, for real. Um, you know, gossip about the latest TV show that maybe you guys have in common or something like that. So but, um, but then I, then I do tell them, yeah, also you need to be asking them for two, two galleries. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like even more specifically, if you know where you're getting married at, Hey, like, can you show me a gallery of, if you've shot at this one a venue, like from this venue's perspective, or that can scare some vendors away because if they haven't shot at that gallery, but are at that, um, I'm just saying like, if yeah, they haven't if, shot at that venue before there can be some like, Oh shit, they won't book me. Cause I haven't shot at that venue. So, Oh no, I'm saying, yeah, sorry. I meant, I should have disclaimed like if that conversation during the consultation happens where it's like, Oh yeah, I have shot or like they can tell that they've shot at this particular mm-hmm. spot. Um, then I'd be like, Hey, I saw that you shot at so-and-so venue or whatever. Can you share a gal with me with that? Or, um, as of, here, I'll give an example. As of recently, like one of my full service couples, it's really, really important for her that her photographer has shot people of color because mm. she's like, I have people of color, like my bridal party. I'm going to make sure that they're able to shoot them well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I was going in interviewing photographers, I was like, hey, I need I, I need galleries of you having, you know, photographed people of color so that, you know that just meant something to her. Oh, I, I get it. So, and I, I pass, pass those along too, um, as well. But yeah, I think style shoots really are great to network. And like, again, like I mentioned earlier, maybe there's just someone that you've like always wanted to work with or based off the type of style. Um, for me as like a planner designer type situation, I, it's like at the florist, like I really, like want to be able to like work with a florist like Mm -hmm. during a style shoot to be like hey I love your style I would love to like pick your brain about certain things or like see how they work um from a back end like logistics perspective too then I kind of see like okay what all do you require I kind of get a little dip into like what they would need then come like execution day obviously it's a little different than a wedding day but I do from like you know when I'm working with a potential new photographer I'm seeing how they're shooting or Mm -hmm. like what again they're requiring or what they're needing to be successful so it's kind of like it's like research yeah but it's also fun it is and I, I I love them they're a way to be creative I mean we did one that was um Wednesday Adams theme yeah, which was so fun um but yeah I just like them in a way that like it just allows you to have some juices flowing mm-hmm. that you might not necessarily get from a, a, a real wedding <laughs> sorry, don't me. sorry. <clears throat> don't die on me um yeah, yeah, but I just, yeah, I'm just over, and I can tell. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Sorry, guys. That was embarrassing. 
<laughs> um, I, uh, yeah, but like you can tell when something is a styled shoot mm-hmm. versus a real wedding. I think it's, us vendors can. Couples, though? I know, but it's so rare to have one table in the middle of a field. They don't think about it, man. I'm telling I... you right now, from, from when I'm designing or whatever, this is the shit that drives me insane because then before... <sighs> especially during the design process when they are uploading like inspo pictures and stuff, which obviously is something that I ask for them to do. But then I go as so far as, okay, what out of this photo, why did you pin it? Or like, right. why, why did you upload it into like your, your aisle planner account? Like what is so great about this? Oh, I just love the whole aesthetic in general. And I'm like, okay, well, if you want me to give you pricing transparency for this one photo alone, and then I break it down for them and I'm like, okay, again, well, out of this photo based off of what I just told you right. is really important to you. So I have to like draw that out of them. Yeah. And again, I'm not mad at them because they don't know what they don't know. But again, if they're pulling, if they even do take the time to like click on like the pin to go to the article to see like where it's at to read about the wedding and all that kind of stuff. Which majority of the time they're not doing. Of course not. They're just seeing pretty picture and they're like safe, you know, or they're pinning it onto like their boards and stuff. So then I have to, I do go in and I take the time to like educate them. I'm not expect them to come to me knowing everything obviously that is a part of my job to educate them but then they do come to me too with a huge potentially like elaborate wedding this is also i have a bone to pick with what i can't even say with pinterest because it's not pinterest problem it's the people that are posting onto pinterest as well that you don't really see a whole lot of like again normal weddings yeah it's all it's all luxury stuff and so of course those that are not within the luxury market are getting married in within their within the luxury market they think that's the only thing that's available to them or that they have to have this or whatever have you and again it's miscommunicating to clients Mm -hmm. it truly is even those within the luxury market they take a look at a potential photo and be like oh i want that and you made a great point earlier in our conversation of like but what if your venue doesn't allow that? You have right. this huge hanging installation above this beautiful head table. What if your venue, though, doesn't allow anything hanging from yeah. the ceiling or from the walls or whatever? Or if you want a hanging installation, but your budget maybe covers the product, but then you have to pay extra work for your floors to come in maybe a day before, mm-hmm. several hours beforehand. Do you have to pay extra money for all that? And that's not talked about like at all yeah. in any of these articles with the pretty pictures or style shoots that are going on, which I guess eh, to some degree, a style shoot is not going to... A style is all about the aesthetic. It is all about the photo. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's not necessarily about the experience in general. So I'm not necessarily advocating for style shoot articles to be like, this is the breakdown of the cost and the, yeah, what like, it went into it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not necessarily, like, I mean, I think that actually would be really nice if they did that being like, here, here's some transparency. I agree actually, because I think that's a new trend. I'll hop on that shit I real actually quick. really like that idea because I do think majority of the people that are pinning these things i mean we pen them for inspiration for other styled shoots i think but majority of the people that are pinning pins are it's like fucking recipes right like why the fuck do i have to read 300 fucking uh paragraphs before i get to the actual goddamn recipe i don't know about that shit you know know why i know why (laughs) but stop it Yeah, because that's how they make their bread. It doesn't matter if it's at the beginning or the the middle or the end. Oh, true. It's just got to be a certain amount with a certain amount of ads. I know that. Okay. Put it at the beginning. I'm not reading your bullshit about your fucking weekend. (laughs) I I don't give a shit. I just want to know how to make my cornbread. (laughs) 
Like, <laughs> God damn. Okay, but like, actually, this is a really great, it's like a light bulb went off in my brain. But using but like, them for educational purposes would be just the smartest thing I think you should do. I know. It's like a style shoot. Like, yeah, all the pictures in the on the very top. You look all the pretty stuff. And on the bottom, it's like, okay, this is how we got here. Yeah. Here's the tablescape. Here's the breakdown of how much this cost. It, like, Nobody us. wants to talk about that shit, though. Nobody wants pricing transparency because they think it's scary. Not scary for me. <laughs> uh, they think it's scary for clients because they don't, they want to just sticker shock them and hope they pay for it. Oh, hell no. I'm telling you. To me, that's like so much fucking work. For me as a planner, I'd rather just be up, up fucking front. The people don't think like that though. That's so weird to me, y'all. It's like, like not putting your fucking pricing on your website. Like oh, that's it's a whole the same, conversation. It's the same shit. That's it's, a whole other fucking conversation. People think it's, it bodes mystery or some shit. And then I think we're like leaking into our next episode. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. TBD on that. Listen we'll in sort next back week. Around. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yes. So yeah, but it just, I mean that, that is a bit, it, it's, uh, it's, it's an umbrella. That's what I'm looking it for. Is, it is. It's the umbrella issue of like the communication of clients. It is miscommunication to clients or whatever. So if you are going to continue to do style shoots, by all means, we, you have our blessing. However, just Not that you need it, but for real, <laughs> you must ask before you Mama do. Katie, Mama Sarah say it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Pat you on the head. Good luck. Um, but I just, just go into it with, you know, knowing what the end goal is and communicating that end goal as well with, if you are the one who is planning or hosting the style shoot and you're going to be the one contacting other people and asking like what, how they can contribute to it tell them like what your end goal is hey this is just for me to play yeah this is just for me to play or hey i'm actually trying to publish this into x y and z mm -hmm. or um i'm seeing a lot of this type of trend happening i'd love to you know kind of play around with this concept or whatever have you sure but just be upfront about it like point blank but then again like you were saying you know kind of being a dead horse on it just be careful then about using it yeah like don't put it on your instagram being like oh Mary and Ben, they had a great day. Like, look at them twirling. It's like, Mary and Ben don't fucking know each other from jack shit. Yeah. You just like... They did not get married. No, they didn't. And stop yeah. fucking around with all that shit or whatever. That's yeah. that's misleading. That's yeah. annoying as hell. It. I mean, I get it. It helps your SEO, but also no. it, it's shady. It's just shady There's so many practices. other fucking things that you could do for your fucking SEO yeah, than yeah. like... Then lie. Yeah. It's, it's all... Li it's lying. It's that's... It, I mean, to stop boil it down... doing that. The whole thing is a lie. No <laughs> lying. No lying. Lying. Um, stay transparent in the industry, please. Yeah, for real. That's all we ask is just communicate appropriately, address the expectations too. Um, at least like for me on my end, I'll end on this note of fun little story. Um, I will never forget this wholeheartedly. I had a client come to me and they sent me a picture. It literally, I should you not, Sarah. It is a tablescape, beautiful tablescape in the middle of the fucking field. I'm telling you. <laughs> with tall grass around and I'm like who the fuck is having dinner in the middle of a goddamn field okay bugs ticks I'm telling you like think about it y'all think yeah. about it this table beautiful it is beautiful tablescape is beautiful <clears throat> you're gonna laugh at this in the middle of the fucking field with grass everywhere okay couple's not even in the picture it's just this picture of the tablescape okay from the front facing perspective and then above the tablescape is a neon sign and that is it. There is no backdrop. There is no arch. There is literally nothing. And they so this photoshopped a neon sign into this photo. Bitch. 
I shit you not. I shit you fucking not. I had a I had a couple. I had a client who sent it to me, and they were like, "We love this. We'd love to have a neon sign like above our sweetheart table." Ma'am, it's not physically possible. So I said to them, "Okay, let me break this down for oh, you no. real quick. You don't have a greenery wall on your rental like inventory. We don't it was have just floating. It looked like it was levitating above this fucking table." Oh no. But of course when you're looking at this again, where are you? In the middle of the fucking field. So whoever did it, why? Oh, I don't know. You can't even fake being like non-transparent cuz that's that is you that's not realistic. You can't even There's no outlet. Mother Earth is not providing the power. <laughs> that is not a solar powered neon sign. Just levitating. It's literally levitating above the fucking table. I have to go find it, the picture. It still circulates Pinterest quite often. Again, you can have that concept of having a neon sign as your backdrop, but there are so many other logistics that go into that. Whereas, oh, make the sure fact that you had to break that down for somebody, though. I bless it. Hmm, poor thing. <laughs> so I think they did. I like, okay. So I did have, I don't think they necessarily were like, oh, wow, a neon sign can levitate above me. I don't, they, that's, that wasn't the concept. They just liked the concept, obviously, of having a neon sign behind their sweetheart okay. table. Yeah, I wasn't, no, no, no. Okay. They're not, they were all there. Don't okay. worry. They were just like, I like this concept of like having a neon sign above or like above us okay. or whatever. Or like behind us or whatever. And I said, okay, well, d to, but. To break this down, though, one, you don't have a neon sign currently, <laughs> so we can get you one. Uh, second of all, then, how are, how do you expect to hang it? Well, and then that's when they're like, oh, I didn't think about that. And I'm like, okay, so we can do, like, your ceremony arch can be repurposed, depending on what type of arch it is. We can do a greenery wall. Also, then... Um, we have to figure out exactly how big the neon sign that you want, as well as like sourcing the person who's going to make it. Let's talk about your venue. Is there an, an outlet, outlet nearby? <laughs> With that said, if the outlet is far, far away, we got to bring in extension cords to make sure that works. You have to pull it out of the box. So many couples, Sarah, that I have had where they literally, I have unpacked their decor box and they have not opened their neon <gasps> sign box. Nope. So it requires batteries. I've had ones where they don't fucking work at all or they come and like, in shipping, they have broken. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, it's wild. Some people will not open their shit. Just to double check. I, If anything, I'm not asking you to like obviously un undo a whole unboxing like at home. Just take a little peeksies up in there and just make sure that everything looks good. I mean, plug it in. I, I plug it in. Don't you want to see what it looks like? Yeah. Hi, damn. Um, <clears throat> anyway. but yeah, so I just said yeah, that's a fun, like, little story in regards to again, that's a very dramatic example, obviously, of things not going well, expectation wise. Again, like, like I said, it's very dramatic. However, though, it does give a little glimpse as to just the miscommunication and just the expectations of like a product or service and that sort of thing, you know, along those lines. So again, it, it is our, it is our job as vendors. If we are putting that type of shit out in the world, you cannot get mad. You do not have the permission mm -hmm. to get mad at potential clients that come to you and then want or ask the same thing from what they have seen on the internet. And then they expect that it is absolutely doable. Mm -hmm. You cannot get mad at all mm -hmm. you can't 
Yep. Because we are just shooting ourselves in the foot. Yep. Once you start talking about pricing transparency, correct expectations, all that kind of stuff, then you can get a little frustrated if someone's really pushing the boundary of like, well, I just want this. Okay, bitch. Well, I can't make this happen for you. I'm not a magician. So. Yeah. Sorry. All right. <laughs> Stop doing that. Stop it. Uh, all right. I think that was a great, I think that was great. Um, I, I think we covered all of our bases here. Right. Oh, you know what? Here's a nice little plug. Oh boy. If you have a what the fuck Wednesday story mm. involving a style <gasps> shoot. Ooh. Oh, juicy. I would love. I, we. Yes. The world. Yes. Would love to hear it. Ooh. So here you go. Here's another plug for what the fuck Wednesday. If you, uh, you know, cause I know, I know when I know, I know, in Australia. Uh, and <laughs> I know like we, when we do talk about what the fuck Wednesday, we really do talk about for like a wedding day experience. I totally didn't think about I it. I didn't either. Yeah. Style shoot. If you've had a shitty style shoot experience. Oh, I'm sure there's plenty. Oh yes. Hell yes. Oh, we, we need to hear those. Please. For, yeah, absolutely. Please, thousand please. percent. Yes. Go ahead and submit what the fuck Wednesday. You can do that by going to our website at behind the Um, or if you want to go to our Instagram, um, at like obviously on, on Instagram, Okay, Katie, my brain is dying. <laughs> there's a link in bio that takes you to the website and there's a form. It's just a simple little Google sheet. Doesn't take you all but five minutes, depending on how much you want to type out. Yeah. It can be anonymous um, or not. For yes, it can be anonymous or not. Um, so do that. So go ahead and go to behind the and submit uh your what the fuck Wednesday story or go to our Instagram. You should follow us anyways. Um Sarah, where, where can they find you on you the can, Instagram? You can find me on the Instagram at Serendipity Photography. It's S-A-R-A-N-D-I-P-I-T-Y Photography. And where can they find you? T-I-L-L-Y-A-N-D-T-E-A-L on the Instagrams. Thank you guys so much. We can't wait to see you on the next one. Bye. Bye.